0: I am JT. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Joey. Man, so many stories to tell. We are plumbing the depths uh, between the both of us, Joey. We've, we've trained Jiu-Jitsu for a fair while, and we've met a lot of different famous people. And there's a lot of stories that you can tell within Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, but also MMA. And we thought what we'd do today, guys, is we'd share with you some of our behind-the-scenes tales um, because there's a, there's a mine a gold mine of of uh, good stories right here, and I'm going to look to you, Joseph, to uh, kick us off.
1: Okay, I think um, before I go into one, I think that one of the cool things about Jiu Jitsu is that uh, because it is quite a young art across the globe, there's still the chance to connect with these kinds of uh, like celebrities and heroes of the game superstars, yeah yeah like you can go to Artos in San Diego yep. and train with a bunch of whatever like world champions, ex world champions. Top level guys, like they're just on the mats. Yeah. You can't go practice tennis with Roger Federer. No. You know, you can't get on the court. You can't no. go kick a soccer ball with Cristiano Ronaldo. No. But Galval can smash your face. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? On a Wednesday night. Yeah, if yeah. If you play your cards right. And it's yeah. just, it's very rare, I think, given the time that we're in right now, because it won't be that way forever, will it?
0: No, I think definitely probably 10 years from now, these guys will be inaccessible. But uh, that's we why we're
1: inaccessible. We will be inaccessible. Get yeah, at us while you can. Yeah. Like you'd be lucky. Get yeah. yourself lucky. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll try and smash your face any Wednesday night. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, just come down to the gym. I'll try and smash your face. <laughs> my first brush with jiu-jitsu royalty actually occurred before I started training jujitsu. Oh, really? Joey's Journey to Black Belt. Yes. That episode we did five ago or whatever. Yeah. I first learned about jiu-jitsu when I was in San Diego, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. So what was the fucking timeline of things? So I was in San Diego and I had that experience where I saw the jujitsu on the beach. You witnessed it. Yeah. And that was kind of in my first couple of weeks there. I ended up staying in San Diego for like three months awesome yeah i kind of maxed out my american you know um, visa there thing and so anyway i had a, a brazilian girlfriend there awesome chick named ilana just like a mate we had actually become friends in spain cool and she was sort of the reason i went there because i was just kind of cruising around the world and she's like oh, i'm going back to san diego and we'll change she's like me you should come down to san diego i was in canada and i was like i'll come down so i was kind of hanging out with her and she had this brazilian connection you know the the group of friends and you know barbecues and stuff going on so i was hanging out with them a bit nice she invited me to a dinner one night uh it was you know just a casual get-together it was at a sushi place oh cool and um it was somewhere we were living in pacific beach yeah and um i was couch surfing on this dude in this dude's couch for three months shout out jesse (laughs) thanks for putting me up for three months (laughs) We get to this dinner and she's like, oh, this is my friend's blah, blah, blah. This uh, blah, and, and oh, this is a friend of mine. I can't remember her name. Maybe it was Gabriella, And she had just won the Pan Ams at Black Belt. Wow. And she's like, oh, this is my friend Gabriella. Or, I hope I don't have her name wrong. J- Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And I was like, oh, what's that? And she's like, oh, like it's, um, it's like, the, and I was like, oh yeah, okay, okay, I, okay, I get it. But I, I didn't. I couldn't quite understand. I had no reference point. Like, oh, she's a black belt Pan Am's. What? Like, What's is that, that a mean? big comp? I'm like, I've heard of Pan Am's yeah. in other sports leagues, but you know, I don't really know if it's much. Anyway, they were all quite impressed by it. So I was you know, like, oh, I guess it's pretty impressive. Cool. Her boyfriend was there. And right. they're like, oh, that's her boyfriend. He's also a jujitsu guy. Um, he was this pretty like, nuggety looking guy and he was sitting in a booth. I remember next to another guy that kind of looks the same. Yeah, one of them had hair, one of them didn't. Right, and um, <laughs> I got introduced to them, and they were like, and they, I just remember at the time, I'm like, what the fuck are those names? One of the guys' names was shanji and the other guy's name was Solo. Ah, uh, there yeah. you go. And um, <laughs> and I sat with these guys at the booth, and they're like, oh, so what are you doing here? You know, and I'm like, oh, like I'm just traveling and cruising around. and I'm like, what about like what about you guys? They're like, ah, oh, we uh, we have a jiu-jitsu school and. And I was like, wow, jiu school. Like what's, you know, just it, no reference point again, right? Yeah. Uh, for people listening to this, try to imagine you don't really know anything about Brazilian jiu-jitsu except for Hoist Gracie yeah. and UFC, right? <laughs> yeah. Like it's just obscure to you. Yeah. And, and one of them's like, oh, I'm like six-time world champion. My brother's seven-time world champion. <laughs> Greatest and, of all time. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just like, oh, how cool. How nice. I'm like, Awesome. Yeah. you like, I, I really, and- uh, Could not
0: really fully appreciate the fact that two of the best Jiu-Jitsu <laughs> practitioners of
1: all time are sitting across the table from you. That's exactly right. And, <laughs> and that was kind of the end of the exchange. I, you know, there was whatever, you know, had some sushi, had some beers and, and the night ended, but um, I did reconnect with Shanji many years later. Nice. And uh, we can talk about that down the track. But, and I, and I said, that I was like, Hey man, I am a, I'm now a purple belt, but I met you way back. You probably don't remember me. I didn't train Jiu-Jitsu at the time. Anyways, and yeah. uh, he he was really cool. I mean, he was like, yeah, yeah, let's catch up. And it was, uh, I went back to San Diego for a little trip. Nice. Yeah, it's just funny to look back now, right? And think like, holy shit, I was hanging out with the guy who really is like, I mean, both of those guys have been hugely sort of influential in jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Shunji seems to have just been this like stalwart of the sport. Like he's been the a petrol. boss
0: still, right? Yeah. I mean, he, I mean, he, I think he, he ended up getting bronze at the ADC. I mean, he's in a previous ADCC champion, absolute champion, but he got bronze at the ADCC- only not la- last ADCC, the one before 2017. Wow. He's still on the podium. Like the guy's still relevant. And he'd be
1: what, like late? He'd be late 30s, yeah, early 40s? Be,
0: yeah, probably. And I mean, he's like, he's been <laughs> him and Salo just messing it up at Masters Worlds. You yes. know, like you thought all those guys were like, oh yeah, I'll just go in Masters 1, Masters 2. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. <you>, big mistake. <laughs> Mate, you are going to get wrecked. So, I mean, I met Shanji actually. He did a seminar at our uh, club. It's so funny because my old coach, uh, Dan Cherubin, all Brazilians know about Bells, but they don't realize it's down like Bells Bells Beach, Beach, it's freaking cold and the surf gets massive and you need like a 12 mil wetsuit. Like they're like, oh yeah, Bells Beach, oh man, like surf pro, my God. So Hoyla too, like these guys came down to Victoria, to Geelong, to Torquay, to surf. And they're like, oh God. So cold, <laughs> like they go have a look at it and just be like, nah, man, <laughs> we'll just do the seminar. <laughs> but uh, Dan would always kind of lure them in. And I got to meet Shanji at a seminar and he was, he was awesome. I and mean, he was a super lovely guy and super friendly. And just, I was talking to him about kettlebell training cause he uh, knew Steve Maxwell Ah, uh, yeah, and got like the kind of connection through, through Steve. And I, I knew Steve Maxwell through Jiu Jitsu but also through kettlebell training and had done seminars with him. And so, yeah, he's like, man, Steve's crazy, man. He's old, but he's so fucking strong. We <laughs> were doing all kinds of stuff, man, with maces and kettlebells on the beach. That was like the fittest and strongest I ever was, man. That was crazy. Interestingly enough, like, uh, you know, you meet different people who are celebrities within jiu-jitsu and sometimes they're, the experience can be
1: really awesome and then sometimes eh, not so much, depending on the human. Who have you found the experience, not, you know, not to be, I don't know, maybe to be underwhelming?
0: Um, Look, I think the difficulty, it's one of those things that, you know, we all go to seminars, right? But really you're going there to meet the person, whether it's a a guy or a girl. You kind of like, you want to see him in the flesh. And then, you know, if you learn some of their jujitsu, that's cool too. What I have found my personal experience is just essentially the techniques or whatever you learn in seminars, whatever, but your impression of the human comes across. And really, I think for me, one of the most Oh, the least enjoyable seminars and this is not because i don't like the guy i love the guy uh was kabrinias we did kabrinias seminar at alliance and uh it went forever and the warm-up was so hard man it was a 45 minute warm-up and jesus <laughs> it, oh man everyone was smoked after the warm-up and that's the thing like i trained with kabrini at his gym lovely guy humble guy really nice introduced himself like, I came into his gym when I met him. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm Rubens Charles Maciel. They call me, call me. I'm like, bro, I know who you are. I've flown 16 hours on a plane to come see you. I know who you are. But when we did the seminar, man, it was the least enjoyable experience of my life. And even Adam, our friend Adam Charles will attest that even the high-level black belt's like, Jesus Cabrinha, can we get off this warm-up shit and just <laughs> like can we learn some
1: jujitsu now? Because <laughs> he's a he's a he's an athletic freak, isn't he? He's
0: super athletic and I mean obviously his background as a like a very high level capoeira guy. And it's really funny because this this is another thing that Lachlan Giles and also Mini Dave, Dave Maranakis from Immersion, they went and trained with Cabrinha and one session he's like, All right, we're gonna do the capoeira a warm up. The warm up went for an hour and twenty minutes. <laughs> oh shit. And then no one could move because he's getting everyone to do like skiva, lunge, high kick, lunge, f- inf- toasted, just cooked. There's a great video of them dying and being very uncoordinated. <laughs> <laughs> but man, that seminar sucked. And I, I didn't even want to look at Cabrinha after that. Because <laughs> so, I was just like, why don't I pay like 150 reais for? Fuck this. But- uh, That was in Brazil? That was in Brazil. And so was that at the time when you were training at Alliance? Yes, it was. Um, that year I was very lucky. So the contrast to that was I did a, a Braulio Esteema seminar. And that was the first time someone from Gracie Baja had come to do a seminar at Alliance. And it was awesome. Braulio is like the most charming guy. He's funny as hell. He's cracking jokes. Him and Fabio are just men loving each other up. You know, like whatever, Braulio's got Fabio in clothes guard. And he's like, look, guys, if you've got someone like Fabio in your clothes guard, you're probably done. <laughs> <laughs> but then Fabio is like, if you've got someone like Braulio pulling clothes guard on you, you're probably done but it was it was great <laughs> Too man. much mutual respect so much mutual respect much love and braille is funny as hell and he hung around for ages and i knew some of his students i'd met him once or twice before but he's just treats everyone like a like he just treats you like he's you're, you're his friend he doesn't even know you so that yeah. was like awesome like great great jujitsu, great close guard details which is not a big game at alliance and then from for the next two weeks everybody's playing close guard and just working all the details that he showed and uh man he's he's such a legend i I think every time I've seen Braulio, he always looks like he's having a fucking good time. He's always having a party
1: yeah i mean yeah i I've, I've I've only seen him on the internet, but he he does always look like he's a real happy guy,
0: yeah, yeah, lovely guy yeah i mean i I think I was very fortunate that year that like so this was uh specifically two thousand and twelve, so every all the major champions were still there at the gym, but there was a bunch of m m a champions who came to the gym at that time, too, but we can talk about that another time i think within jiu-jitsu you see these people through the lens of flow grappling or youtube or you bought their instructional but then when you get to stand next to them you're like oh you're a human being like you're flesh and blood and you go wow like how is it possible this person can do so many gnarly crazy amazing things and then you meet them you're "You're a human and the thing that i like about that is it makes it feel more tangible more real more possible and you're like if I work my ass off, then maybe I can get good. Maybe not as good, but I can get good at this thing. Yeah. And uh, that's that's what I've loved about it is them sharing their knowledge, being good people, and then making it accessible and then me getting better as a result.
1: Yeah, it is um, it is an interesting thing when you realise, fuck, this person is just a person. I've thought the same. We spoke about it before and we'll go into it in more detail, but training with like Rob Whitaker and being like, man, how is it that this person that I'm sharing the mats with right now is the champion of the ufc yeah you know and you're like it, it doesn't compute in a way because you mm. don't i mean i don't see you don't see yourself at that caliber yeah you look at those guys you like, these people are fucking superheroes like yeah. this that you know and then you, and you realize well i mean they're not i mean they are they are but they, they do something like, well, incredible well, i guess i could be too maybe yeah. Yeah. you know and obviously i have no desire to be that no but um but it is quite a quite an interesting thing isn't it because you do you do tend to think that there's like these huge gaps, mm. you know? Yeah, definitely. Who have you trained with? Like I know you, you did some with Jugo, your card game. Yeah. You've had like, you've had a bunch, I've seen on the Instagram, you've had a bunch of people play that card game.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I saw
1: Bushesha playing it yeah. low.
0: Bushesha and low. Uh, I went to the, um, the Leandro low and Bushesha seminar and they were- Was that in Brazil? No, no, no. That was actually at Immersion. Uh, Ringwood, which is run by Lee Ting, shout out uh, Tingy, um, and all the immersion crew, also Mini Dave, uh, who run immersion, great gym in Victoria, and I think they had no idea where Ringwood is. So it's like it's like a forty-five minutes if you take the tollways, an hour and fifteen if you don't, to get out of the city. And wow. they 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 were staying in the city, and they had a big night, <laughs> like. <laughs> they came in at least 45 minutes late to the seminar. And uh Lo oh, and Bouchesha were hungover as it comes. They smelt like, you know, cruiser double blacks. <laughs> 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 like they like And the thing is like they they're both lovely guys that they they um so Lo doesn't really speak English. So he had his guy there kind of interpreting for him who was hosting them. And the funny thing about it is Bashesha runs a super professional seminar. And he, it was great. He showed all these details. It was so good. And I mean, we'd all waited ages, but they're so apologetic, whatever. So basically Bashesha just sh- showed his whole game. He's like, this is my passing game. This is my takedown game. And here's how I run my guard. Then we had a little break and then Lowe said, right, this is what I'm working on. This is how I play my guard." And he had an interpreter. The funny thing about Leandro he's.
1: he's got some English, but Lowe doesn't speak any.
0: No, not at all. And he's like a mischievous child. He's like up the back talking shit in Portuguese, like with his mate on his phone, like just being cantankerous, like just fucking up the seminar while Bushesh is like, hey, bro, Like, (laughs) like trying to tell him to rein it in. Wow. It was really cool to see the dynamic because they're both super nice guys. And what actually impressed me was how technical um, Bouchesha is as a teacher. Super impressed. Also amazed at like how not very technical Leandro Lowe is as a coach or teacher. Right. Like does five moves, get the lapel, put your foot here, grab, grab, do, 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 do. And he's like, so yeah, guys, you just do this thing. Hang on a sec. Can you unpack that a little bit? (laughs) Because you just did like five or six things. He's like, no, 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 look, I'll do it again. Just like that. And I'm like, oh, God. Like, as a black belt, there were plenty of lower belts and color belts in the room who were like, what? And the black belt's like, okay, we kind of get it, you know. But because they were late, they were like, look, guys, we feel bad. You can roll with us. They looked around the room and there was only like, I don't know, four black belts in the room. I was probably the biggest black belt out of all of them. And there was like a couple of lightweights. And they were like, who wants to roll with us? And so many people were like, no way. No, 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 What do no. these guys weigh? So no. I think Bushesh at that time would have been at least 120 kilos. Like he was Oof. thick, like out of form. Yeah. Thick boy. Probably 125 kilos.
1: Had that festive kind of plumpness. <laughs> oh, he did. Yeah, you when you're <laughs> traveling overseas. He
0: looked, he looked big body. And then another thing I, I would say I'm very impressed about Bushesh, he moves like a lightweight. He's one of the best movers I've ever seen.
1: For, for a heavyweight guy, couldn't couldn't believe his
0: movement. I don't really watch
1: him fight much. I don't watch a lot of jiu-jitsu, to sure. be honest. The way he just, he appears, yeah. he's one of those guys who appears to be very mobile. He's so explosive. Like he has like a suppleness. I would say he's the most dynamic heavyweight.
0: Right. I don't think there's a heavyweight who moves better than him. But then low is like light speed. He's He's the fastest. Like he just... Like... Zip, 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 he goes everywhere. So anyway, what was so funny was Lee Ting was like, I'm going to beer and Leandro Lowe. It's like, bro, <laughs> you're not going to beer. Are we-? And, 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 and uh, Minnie said to me, watch, Lee Ting is going to try and beer and Leandro
1: Low." <laughs> that was just like his thing for the seminar. He's like, like I'm, I'm just going to do- nail one. I'm going to do this. Because Lowe doesn't get boloed. No. because like, he's talked shit about Or he's just, he no doesn't play can, that?
0: No one can bolo Lowe. Right. Like,
1: meows can't bolo Low." Right,
0: No, it's just, impo- like, he has spent a good number of years fighting the Meow Brothers. Almost no one can take his back, yeah. he, you know, in the gi. You know, let's quantify that. So Lee Ting comes out just like slapping his hands like, oh, I'm going to, let's go, like like a fucking world championship fight. And Lowe's just like half asleep like, oh, God, we shouldn't have agreed to this. <laughs> no one wanted to roll Bouchesha. I was the biggest guy in the room, so I was like, Oh, I'll, you know, whatever, like I'll have a crack, like I said, you know, I'll keep it casual, you know. Anyway, people lined up and um, man, Tingy straight away comes out, pulls De La trying to bowl her and then straight away Low's like, kind of laughing, like really? You gonna do this to me? Anyway, he was like so adamant, like reaching for the belt, wanting to get, anyway, I was, I was concentrating on what's in front of me, which is the greatest guy of all time, Bruchesha, and Bruchesha did this thing where he kind of sits down to like um, like a step back, He's kind of like half guard, whatever I had knee shield. He kind of lies on me. So his torso is across my body and he's kind of got his back to me and he's going to just kind of whatever he's going to do, you know. But I thought, ah, oh, he's not that Does heavy. Does he have like a cross face or is he you far know, side he's, he's he's got his um, armpit across my chest. So both my, right. arms, both my arms are free. Yeah. And he's just, he's not putting heaps of pressure on me, but he's not that heavy. Yeah. Like he didn't feel heavy. And maybe it's just because he was taking it light on
1: me. And I was like, oh, whatever. I wasn't going crazy. You had that stardust. Yeah. So it's like everything feels kind of mystical at that stage. Yeah.
0: And then I I kind of was like, oh, you know what? He's not as heavy as he looks. And I kind of grabbed his belt and I grabbed his far side leg. And I was like, you know what? I reckon I've got a cheeky back take from here. And he was just kind of sitting on me. He wasn't doing much. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to try something. (laughs) You know, nothing crazy. So I put my outside leg under his leg, kind of like for those who are well-versed, like I'm in a half guard. I took my hook off and I put it behind his knee like a crab hook. And then I kicked out to take his back. And I had his belt. I literally had my shins in the back of his knees. And I was riding the fucking bull, man. He took (laughs) off, man. He just went, ah, he's going to take my back. Boom. And he just popped up off the mat and tried to run off the mat. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like holding onto his belt with my (laughs) feet behind his knees, like trying to like climb. And we just basically ran off into the uh, boxing bags. I let go. He stood up and he looked at me. He's like, man, you're strong. And I was like, oh, yeah, thanks, bro. Yeah, cool. And then just straight away, his demeanor changed. Like, okay you're going to get it now. <laughs> I was like, and I felt it changed. The game changed. He wasn't, he wasn't like going casual. He's like, you know, he probably went from like 20% to 50%, but he just went, right, I'm going to crush you now. <laughs> and he just grabbed my geek pants and he grabbed my side. I was like, oh no, I've awoken the bit anyway he didn't he didn't he was quite merciful i'll be honest he crushed the life out of me <laughs> like i did what i could like but he didn't he didn't submit me like i did i defended myself but uh my god the guy's pressure when he wants to turn it on it's it's another dimension you, you would have felt all of the 120 kilos at oh that point. my goodness he decided yeah we're rolling now and uh, you know he he obviously just played it real low key because he's you know you, you've, if you've ever seen Beshesha he's he's a monster. He was being nice to me but he he fucked me up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then what was cool was like we switched out and anyway he shook my hand he's like man you you know you, you're good thanks man. Oh, he's super super nice. You know. And then I rolled with Lo and I know that Leandro hates Wormguard. And they both don't like Keenan. <laughs> they call him the Keenan.
1: The Keenan. The Keenan.
0: <laughs> because I was I wanted to ask them some questions about like how they after the seminar about it, and they're like, "Oh yeah," and how they were speaking in Portuguese, but like how you fuck up the Keenan. Uh, that's yeah, that's how right. they refer to him. They really don't like him. I put kind of low in Wormguard. Like I tied him up with the lapel, and he straight away his face is like, "Oh this shit." You can see he was like, Ugh. "Anyway, it was it was cool because I was able to kind of hold on to him for a little while, and then he's just like, get off. Like he just got really like annoyed." because I was like holding onto his leg and kind of had him tied up. But that guy, man, Leandro Loken just moves so fast. He's honestly one of the fastest movers, like like light speed. Like one minute he's in front of you, next minute, zip, zip, zip. Like you're like, oh, oh." next minute he's got your back or he's choking you or whatever. Yeah, right. And he totally, he choked me hard. I was holding onto his leg and he's like, eh, whatever. I'm gonna bloody bow and arrow choke you, son. (laughs) It's just like,
1: whatever, bro. But he's super cheeky, super lovely. Had he seen your role with Bashesha? Nah, he was too busy so trying to... So he wasn't to, aware that, like I, gotta, I, like, I can't go too light on this guy? No, not at all. He
0: was too busy trying to deal with Lee Ting, trying to kill him. Was Lee Ting successful with the bolo? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think... I think, like, you know, Leandro took it easy. I watched him roll Mini, and they had a pretty tough roll, man. Like, Mini didn't go super hard on him, but it was a hard roll. Like, Mini came off, like, far out. Like, it was more competitive than low expected. Right. Both Lee Ting and Dave Maranakis have amazing jujitsu games. And they play that bolos and bullfighters game and they're bloody good. Yeah, I watched Lowe roll with Mini, Dave Maranakis, and it was it was a tough roll, man. Like he turned it on. He had to roll hard. Yeah, And uh, yeah, I, I can't remember if he tapped him, but he, he, he had to give it to him to beat him. Wow. Which was really interesting. Yeah. And then I rolled him and I think he was a bit tired and like the alcohol was just coming out of his pores. <laughs> like he smelled like a cross between cheap, teenage boy like links deodorant oh and a pub <laughs> holy shit <laughs> you know, like just emitting alcohol <laughs> out of his pores but man and and uh, he yeah he took it took him a good couple of minutes to pass my guard he said he's like oh yeah he's like well like i can't remember the exact words but like what weight are you and i was like oh mezzo pesado like middle heavy and he's like oh yeah good work bro and um, afterwards, they were hanging out, just talking crap, just laughing, joking around, which is what they're like. They're so friendly. And then um, I was able to kind of rouse them into playing a game of Jugo. And man, so Bushesha, who speaks English very well, and is a smart guy all round, and Lo, who speaks no English and is possibly a jiu-jitsu savant, as in very good at jiu-jitsu, maybe not good at many other things, Bushesha couldn't get it. He didn't understand the game. I showed him the game and I was like, oh, it'd be great if they could play off against each other playing my card game. Wouldn't that be great for content? Brashe was like, nah, no, I'm not having it. Didn't get it. And then the, the host, um, he was pretty good at it. Forgive me for forgetting his name. And man, Lo got it straight away. So Lo's like, right, I do, uh, I do a takedown, I do a pass and I can do a sub or a back take. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, all oh, right, I can pull guard. I can do this I can do that. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, sweet, I get this. Like with no English. And right. he, he was blitzing them. And he was laughing at how much they sucked. And he's like, oh, I'm killing you guys. <laughs> it was mad. I was like, I was so blown away. And then they're like, oh, where do you train? Like we should train. And like, they, they, they're just, they love jujitsu. They love their lives. They also like to party. <laughs> yeah, right. And it's its its so good. Like it's when you have that experience, you're like wow, you can appreciate why they are in another world of their own, but also that they are, they're good humans.
1: Yeah. But do you, th- um, do you think... um with the seminar thing, I just, I have this conversation with some people, uh, people always talk about it. There it's, uh, I remember it started with apparently Khabib Namagomedov ran a seminar in Melbourne. Okay. I heard like a private kind of one. Okay. A few years ago. Mm. And it was like a surprise thing. Hey, last minute Khabib's doing a seminar. Tickets were like a thousand dollars or something like that. Wow. X amount of people can come and it's sold out. Yeah and I was talking with someone about it a friend in jiu jitsu and they were like oh that's fucking ridiculous you know what what's he going to be able to like he's a great fighter but is he a great coach like what what technique could be worth that kind of money and blah 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 yeah i was maintaining and i've always felt this mm-hmm. seminars and shit it's it's not about the techniques yeah it's about you getting to share the room with with this person that is like you know it's an experience yes like it's it's an a very unique very high level individual and you get to hang out with them for a bit, yeah. And maybe you learn some techniques from them and exchange a little bit. Maybe you get to roll. Maybe you get to fucking play cards. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you go for a beer afterwards. Yeah, right? yeah, like yeah. Whatever. But it's like that's what you're paying for. That's the shit you remember.
0: Yeah. Do you kind of agree with that? I agree with that hundred percent. I I can't say, I can't say that I've come out of a seminar and gone that was worth every dollar. Like,
1: yeah, I'm like, going to use that specific oh, pass that, from that now
0: technique on. and that's my game now because yeah. obviously everyone's game's different but you definitely get a gauge on the person. You're like, right, I had this idea in my mind. Now I see you and I see you in the context of other Jiu Jitsu people. How do you treat people? What do you like, you know? And for most high level guys, they won't roll. You know,
1: like-, like It's understandable, right? Yeah, to because understand- people are coming for you. Yeah, like the way you, like those guys come off a big night. Yeah. And then you got like a few savages that are like, I'm gonna fucking cream it. like I'm gonna hit my my move on this guy. Yeah. And it's like, dude, I'm just here to teach seminar. Like, I don't wanna fight. Come on. Like yeah.
0: yeah. And I think it's just you know, everybody's different. I, I I definitely have had, you know, less than optimal experiences at seminars where I'm like, that was a ripoff. That guy showed three techniques. He had us do a jiu-jitsu warm up for you know, 45 minutes running around in circles, whatever. Yeah. And then it was just Q and a, like you just took our money, bro. Like you didn't actually, you know, you get, you didn't get much from it. Like, uh, like I did the Nicholas Merengali seminar in Melbourne. It was whatever, like respect to Nicholas, he's beast. But, and I, I trained with him when we were purple belts back in the days and he's, he's a phenomenal athlete, but I'm
1: never ever going to do his seminar again. You know what I noticed with Marangali? Yeah. His highlight videos. I like watching his highlight videos. His uh, highlight videos are like 30% him doing like sick jujitsu yep. and 70% him just looking like a fucking stud. They're like <laughs> all these like close up shots of him like looking over just the shoulder. Serious. Kind of, you know, like banging his chest. He's a good looking man. Yeah. It's you know? so cool. And it's like, what am I watching you? Is this like a Levi's commercial or about you? <laughs> 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 what other products am I buying? No,
0: I mean, whatever. Like, I, I think you can you got to separate the art from the artist because sometimes someone's jiu-jitsu is amazing but then they're a pretty average human being. Yeah. Era. Yeah. For yourself, Joe, I mean, is there anyone who you've you've hung out with? You've obviously been in jiu-jitsu a while. Was there someone who surprised you or is there someone you met who you thought, wow, you're, you're actually really cool or cooler than you might have thought? Or has it gone the other way?
1: You know, they say, oh, don't meet your heroes. Uh, you know, I've done a good handful of seminars, I suppose, over the years but not done any you know i've never been i've never been like super up on that. oh so-and-so's coming out i gotta to go to I'll that do that yeah i did go to the last seminar i did was at alliance yeah. uh you know adam's Gym in, in in rose bay and it was with um lucas leprey right i was you know i was like oh, i don't i don't follow jujitsu, and uh, you know everyone's like oh bro lucas leprey's like the man the man like yeah. the fucking man and i'm like yeah. oh cool anyways yeah it was, it was super packed it was a great night i was his Demo guy. Oh, okay. Cool. So, Ed's like, Oh, Joe, can you? And I was like, Oh, fuck. <laughs> Did he put crush on you. <laughs> no, he didn't. But he's like, uh, He's like, okay, guys, so we're going to first work like this, my Delahiva pass. So, the guy puts you in Delahiva, And I'm like, I don't play Delahiva. <laughs> like, I, I literally right. don't really, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He's like, Man, put, put your foot here. Take this kind of, and, and I was a bit nervous too. Yeah, yeah. You know, so of just course. like, oh, fuck, man. I hope I don't <laughs> drop the ball for the next three hours. Um, nice. But, uh, wow! Well, I mean, look, he's not a hero of mine, right? He's, you know, but he's obviously like someone who's, you know, he's, he's obviously like a, a celebrity and, and, and a, yeah, very accomplished, amazing jiu-jitsu fighter. Um, he, I don't think I saw him smile once all night. He was just like, you know, I don't know if he was interested to be there or not. Yeah. You know, it's like he was very friendly. It's like, yeah. hey, man, awesome to meet you. He's like, hey, good to have you here. Like, you know, can we take a photo together? Yeah, took a photo. Like, but, you know, kind of like very little charisma. He's very introverted. Yeah. He's a very, uh, this, like, because I
0: met Lucas, like, I've done his seminar before as well. Right. Maybe friendlier to me because he, I had met him before, but he's so introverted, like, borderline slow. Like, you say, so, oh, Lucas, something, something, and he'll, like, you know, like <laughs> think about it. Yeah, yeah. Like he'll he'll really consider it. He might take ten seconds to get back to you. Like,
1: uh, what's going on here? Which you have got to respect, right? Yeah, and that's and that you know and that's the thing. I'm, I, I'm I'm being careful with my words because I don't want to like yeah, not trying to hang shit on anyone for not being like the megastar that I wanted them to be. Sure, but there is there's definitely something to be said for a an athlete who also has a good dose of charisma. Sure. And knows how to crack a joke. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they can come into a room and they can go, right, this is what we're doing. Hey man, what's up? I'm fucking so and so. Good to have you here. Like, and bring that energy and you're yeah. like, wow, this is you know, that three hours finishes and you're like, that was a sick experience. Great experience. Yeah. 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 As opposed to, oh yeah, some of the techniques were like super sick. I'll probably never be able to apply them because I'm not technical <laughs> That's enough. Not my game. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, did he teach any details on the crossface? Because otherwise it's, it's not applicable to me. Um, but But yeah, you know, like, so that's, that's the thing. And I think when you find someone who has that mix, it just, it's, it's a special, uh, it's something to be, um, it's something to be appreciated because it is rare.
0: Yeah, definitely. I agree with that. Um, I'll just random funny side note to do with seminars. I did Michelle Nicolini's seminar and I had actually met her once in Brazil, like two years before, just in passing. Anyway, totally respect her game. She's the GOAT for me, legend, and lovely human in general. I already knew she had a boyfriend, right? Like I knew who her boyfriend was because I was thinking I was, might have to fight him. He's a really, really good guy at Purple Belt. And I, I did a seminar. She's good friends. He, with, he, Aussie guy or Brazilian guy? Uh, he's Swedish. Okay. Uh, but he was living in Brazil for a period of time training at Czech Mat. Right, and this is when you were there. So the seminar was in Melbourne. Right. But when I got to see her in 2012 we were like kind of friends by then. So it was fine, you know, the, the, but it's, I was trying to, I wasn't chatting her up. I was just trying to talk to her before the seminar. And like in the first minute of the sentence, she said, I have a boyfriend. Oh. <laughs> like just straight away, just letting you know. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, cool, man. Like I'm, I'm just a fan. Like I am a yeah. fan. You, you're, you're in Australia, not Brazil. You're a beast. You're no, in like, territory here. I promise I'm not going to fill you <laughs> up. I'm just, I just want to give you respect and I appreciate you. And, and she wouldn't roll me in the seminar. And uh, I was like, oh, because she rolled a couple of other people and I was like, you know, I'm not going to do anything crazy. I just wanted to roll and field a game. And she's like, nah. And I was like, okay, that's a bit weird, whatever. Well, so, like you
1: asked and she said no? No. Nah. she said no. Nah. And I was like, okay, respect,
0: whatever. But then after the seminar, I hung out for a while and she was just hanging out and she's like, want to train? I was like, okay. And she, foot, she toe-holed the shit out of me like, 50 times <laughs> we rolled for like half an hour and she just leg locked the shit out of me. Wow. Like I was a yeah new purple belt at this stage and man, toe holds, knee bars, boom, 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 boom. Like just smashing me. And I was like, wow. Okay. As long as she didn't want to roll me, but she was just like, I don't know if she was being merciful. Cause she was like, what was the deal? It was strange. Like, I think she just, it was like, I don't know if it was having other people around or what it was, but she just kind of beat me up for half an hour. And then after that, we were mates. So it was cool, you know, like and I said, <laughs> oh, you know, like I'm going to go back to Brazil and, you know, it'd be great to train with you. And anyway, I didn't actually get to train with her, uh, but I got to see her at tournaments and stuff like that. And she's always really friendly. That's um, cool. It was cool. So I really respect not only one that she just told me to get lost because it was just on her terms. And then also it wasn't like she was afraid to roll me because the, the thing I think a lot of people forget is, her main training partner for a long time was Robert Drysdale and she used to beat her up and all the tough guys at Brussels team back in the day used to like really kill her like they weren't nice to her like that's tough man she's not a big human you wonder why she's so good right so I think that's the thing that like whether it's it's male or female when you train with some of these smaller humans whether it's like a uh, Bruno Malficini, who's tiny but so powerful, and so fast, or you know, even like a guy like huffer Mendes, he doesn't look that athletic. He doesn't look that jacked. He's so strong. The guy is so strong. And then you you, you think, fuck, these guys are. To some extent, they are superhuman. Like what they've achieved is almost unbelievable. Mm. But they are actually human, and what they've done is possible if you have their level of dedication, their level of application tough-mindedness,
1: whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's all of those attributes, isn't it, combined yeah, that allow them to get to where they are.
0: Yeah. No, it's, it's phenomenal. And uh, I, I'm very grateful.
1: I mean, mate, there's so many other stories we could tell. I mean, well, you guys are going to have to tune in next time for more stories <laughs> of how we got crushed by people who are better at jujitsu than we are. <laughs> <laughs> Story of every other training session. Yeah.
0: No, it's, it's, a, it's a cool thing, guys. So definitely... Encourage all of you out there, if you do get the opportunity to meet, you know, your heroes, do do it. Like pay the
1: money because you never know when the experience might come again or never happen, you know. Uh, man, I, I think particularly now, like through these COVID times, people would be appreciating what it was like to be able to go to seminars and stuff, right? Yeah, definitely. And uh, yeah,
0: definitely encourage you guys to do it. And even if it comes to something like somebody you want to meet in the health and fitness realm. Like a, a famous coach or trainer. Definitely. It's Maybe worth be it. be the guys that run the
1: Bulletproof for BJJ yeah, yeah, yeah. program. You, you want to you connect with those guys. You can find them on the mats at Jungle Brothers on a Friday night. Yeah, you might even find them a, a cheeky weeknight at Alliance, you know, like hey. before they blow up and get too Apparently famous. Apparently Mondays, Wednesdays, but who knows? It's a bit mythical. Yeah. It's, Take your chances. Yeah, you know, you might be able to stalk their Instagram and find out. <laughs> 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 All right, man. I think we'll call out a wrap right there awesome thanks for listening guys if you need any help from us uh bulletproof at bjj.com free trial for the program jump on board there if you do need help with your strength and mobility our program has you covered and if you want to follow us on the instagram it's at bulletproof at BJJ. we're putting that stuff out every day on recovery strength mobility just how you can improve your bjj lifestyle so check us out thank you for supporting thank you joey cheers jt see you guys see you next week